turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. That vacation took forever. I personally hated it, because I know exactly what the government, what these Marxist mafia morons and idiots are doing. And this is the year that we decide, are we going to take it? And follow the platform of Cloward and Piven and turn over all of our rights and our money to our abusers, our incompetent government? Or are we going to stand up for the principles that built the youngest and the richest country? That's what's at stake. So if you think I'm going to waste time on this moron, affirmative action, bimbo, dimwit at Harvard, I don't give a rip. We have our own. Yes, we do. Nikki Haley, who I think made the news of the break by showing She is nothing more than an affirmative action bimbo who doesn't deserve to run a lunchroom. It would help if you uh, make it so when I hit the clips, they they work. Thank you. Um, What was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the... Nikki Haley. Nikki, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still a little offended that Nikki Whaley didn't answer the news at the top of the hour. We couldn't get her out of the tavern. But Nikki Haley, on the other hand, she couldn't answer the most simple question of the presidential season, as it were. This is the easiest question you could ever be asked, Nikki. They're only going to get harder from here. Um, what was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was based. I think the cause was basically, what is she going to do? Boy, this is going to be a tough one. Is she going to go with the tariffs of abomination? Is she going to go with the currency inflection between the southern states and the northern states? Is she going to go with the argument over the northern states and the debt? Or is she going to go with the layup? The layup that every third grader throughout the country in all the public schools that are taught by morons themselves, known as teacher union people, is she going to go with slavery? Which one is she going to go with? Basically how government was going to run. The freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. That's not it. That's not it, stupid. She didn't even go with the fact that, you know, it was, it, was, it was the complexity of 13 states without a shot being fired, nullifying and getting rid of and abiding by the Declaration of Independence and the rules of our nation by outlawing slavery. She didn't even take the layup. Oh, Nikki. But here's the good news. Boeing is going to have a huge year. Yes, it's true. Boeing's going to have a huge year. And I, wanna, I like to start off every year. By giving everybody a, a, a little stock tip. It looks like Nancy Pelosi and her husband, they made a big play, too. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her husband betting big on NVIDIA, according to some new findings. Congress trading, um, that's on X, it's an account, tracks stocks, tra- uh, stock trades, rather, made by lawmakers. The account publishing a screenshot of a disclosure form from November showing the Pelosi's bought 50 call options for the stock 
NVIDIA with a price of 120 per share. It was valued between a million and five million dollars worth of shares. So between what our government is going to do by collapsing our society as we're quietly in World War Three and there's not an outlet. There's not one news outlet in the mainstream media that wants to cover the fact this moron, this 80 year old diaper wearing whore, this traitor and thief, some call president, have na- has, has somehow navigated what can only be de- described as a forefront war. In the meantime, he'll be touted as accomplishing things, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's accomplishing. So look, you know, I want to take a step back for just a moment as we look at 24 and we're in 24. But just a step back, you know, this president has done more in three years than any other president has done in two terms. And that is important. It is important. Aside from forever changing the world economy from the private to the public, from the government expanding. And the only reason anything is 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 up in any category is because the government spending is now at 34 trillion in debt. Aside from the nonsense and corruption that they always normally partake in, pay five times for toilet seats and whatnot, there seems to be a little bit of another problem there, dummy. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un starting the new year with a new threat against the West. Kim says his military should, quote, thoroughly annihilate the U.S. and South Korea if... Rocket Man is back. He's fatter, bigger, more sexually frustrated than almost anybody in the White House. However, he has a vision now provoked. His comments come just days after a new series of North Korean military escalations were announced, including the launch of three new spy satellites, production of more nuclear materials, and the development. Here, Kim Jong-un, that's me, right in the heart of southwest Florida, giving you the finger. And uh, as far as the Chinese communist paymasters of Joe Biden and the American Democrats, they're awful chesty as well. Look at the video of the intercept from the weekend showing the Chinese J-16 jet at the wing of the U.S. surveillance plane, then veering across the sky in a move known as thumping, where an aircraft gets caught in another aircraft's wake and it makes... You know what else it's called besides thumping in her cute little misinformation, dim-witted voice? It's called an act of war and we should blow! Those communist bastards out of the sky. But who are we? We're taking it from the Hooties. The Goat Casanovas. They're on the move as well. Growing concerns about escalating attacks in the Red Sea. ABC News got a rare interview with the leader of the Iranian-backed Houthi rebels launching those... Then why didn't ABC stab that son of a dog in the neck with a steak knife? Anybody? Anybody? Attacks from Yemen. Foreign correspondent Britt Clenet is in Tel Aviv with the story. Good morning, Britt. Good morning, Gio. Yeah, as the fighting in southern Gaza intensifies, renewed fears of a wider war breaking out, a leader of the Houthis signaling to ABC News that the Iran-backed... Where is the blowfish, Kamala Harris? I haven't heard a word. Now to the latest on the rising tensions in the Middle East. Iran has reportedly sent a warship to the... No, not to be confused with the goat Casanova, the the Houthis. These goat Casanovas are the Iranians, and they're... They're launching warships. I didn't even know they had a warship. Weren't they broke like three and a half years ago? Oh, right. Then the Bidens came in. Red Sea. It comes a day after U.S. forces killed several Iran-backed Houthi rebels who opened fire on two U.S. Navy helicopters while attempting to board. Also known as war. I don't see that on media. In fact, I see uh, Haley Jackson, MSNBC. She still has the same outfit as 2023. Change your shirt. And new tonight, Norfolk-based USS Gravely shot down two ballistic missiles. Fired. Oh, yeah, this is another story. This, this is just in the last four days. From Houthi-controlled areas in Yemen today. Yemen? We're back in Yemen? We're fighting? Oh, and then Syria? Huh. If only there was some port. But there has to be some good news. What about those, those corrupt 
Rolls-Royce and Bentley buyers in Ukraine. How are they doing? And the war in Ukraine is taking a devastating and deadly turn. Russia is launching its largest attack since the fighting began nearly two. Well, if you want to kill Ukrainian government officials, you better bomb the Rolls-Royce dealer in Kiev. Did you do that? Two years ago, missiles and drones striking six major cities all at once, leaving dozens killed. ABC's, ABC's. Well, I'm sure the U.N., the United Nations. You know, it's, it's the year 2024. Aren't we supposed to be flying around in those jets and mobiles and the U.N. after it was started, what, in the, in the late 50s, early 60s? Wasn't it supposed to bring peace and joy and prosperity to the world? Surely they've got their finger on exactly who is to blame. Those inbred 7th century goat Casanovas, right? We're finally going to get rid of the idea that one religion should run the world or every infidel should die, right? How many times has the U.N. Uh, General Assembly passed... Resolutions condemning Israel, approximately. Uh, in the year 2022, there were 15 resolutions uh, on Israel. Uh, there was one on Iran, one on Syria, one on North Korea, and 15 on Israel. <laughs> so all of the dictatorships, all of the religious theocracies, where people can beat strangers' wives if they don't like the way they're dressed and mutilate the genitals of young girls, they had one and the Israelis had 15, well, surely that's, that's a, an anomaly, right? It's not like that every year, is it? There have been hundreds over. Hundreds. Year, yeah. Hundreds, hundreds yeah. And, and every year probably at least double digits, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And how many uh, against the Palestinian Authority? The Palestinian Authority is never condemned. At never? The nations. No. Never condemned. So what you're witnessing now, please don't do, do, do something. Make a resolution. Do not buy the tagline. That these so-called fellow Americans, these Marxist mafia members, these socialists, these communists, these all-around frackin' dimwits, that they want the same goals you do. Because they don't. What they want is the collapse of our society. Because it's within the collapse that morons and corrupt predators understand who the power is. Government. So this is what's at stake. It's called Cloward Piven. And it's not new. In fact, it's quite old. No matter where the strategy is implemented, it shares the following three features. One, the offensive organizes previously unorganized groups eligible for government benefits, but currently not receiving all they can. The now, I want you to think about just that's just one. And then put into your mind, uh, I don't know, let's pick a moron. Let's pick a Marxist failure, bust out, who's never done anything in his life. Oh, I know. The Chicago mayor with that Marvin the Martian haircut he's got, with that full hawk in the middle that I can't figure out. I'm sure it's going to catch on, though. But what we can have um, is um, a, a governor in the state of Texas um, acting the way he is acting. And quite frankly, the rogue buses that are being dropped off across this country. And now, now, it's fun to watch the Democrat morons understand what it means to declare yourself nullif and, and nullify immigration law. It's called Sanctuary City, and that's why. The states that want to enforce the laws send the lawbreakers, known as the illegals, who break the law to your area. You declared them a sanctuary city. And you know what that's all about, don't you, Cloward, Piven, and you with the Fohawk? Without real significant um, investment from our federal government. Ooh, the I word. Investment. Not in NVIDIA, like the Pelosi's, or Boeing, like where Nikki uh, Haley is going to make sure they have a banner decade. But this is going to be in who? in people who are non-deserving, in illegal aliens. It's different than the normal welfare that took place during Cloward and Piven. 
they wanted to promote a basic income back then. I remember that uh, Francis Fox Piven. Everybody in the society, in a rich society, why not? Everyone should have a kind of guaranteed income. Yes, because the news stories of the people abandoning their kids to go out for the weekend, they're beating and raping their sister's child. Those people, they deserve basic income. I absolutely think so. Let's throw in a Cadillac. Offensive seeks to identify new beneficiaries and or create new benefits. Three, the overarching aim is always to impose new stresses on target systems with the ultimate goal of forcing their collapse. That I want to punish your success. I just want to make sure that everybody who is behind you, that they've got a chance at success too. I think when you spread the wealth around, it's good for He was the first. And after all, he's the shadow president anyway. It certainly isn't that moron laying on a changing table right now, reaching around for talcum powder. Uh, it doesn't have to be lavish. It should probably be adequate to provide the necessities of life. Ooh, necessity of, of life. Isn't that exactly what Brandon Johnson and all of the other failed morons who never did a thing in their miserable existence except win an election? Isn't that exactly what every other Democrat in this country is telling you? It won't just be the city of Chicago that won't be able to maintain this mission. It's the entire country that is now at stake. But in no way um, what the state of Texas is doing um, is helping the cause. As much as we recognize that there are challenges, significant challenges at the border, and we do need real substantive immigration reform and policies that allow us um, to have a structure and a pathway um, to citizenship. But again, sending buses all over the state of Illinois and all over the country is reckless and, quite frankly, is dangerous. I met with 80 mayors just last Friday um, to have a more coordinated approach for the state of Illinois, along with uh, county officials. That is what is required in this moment, a real sophisticated coordination while also pushing the federal government to provide the resources and support so that we can actually sustain this mission. Anything short of that, um, quite frankly, is reckless. And if everybody had such a basic income, uh, we would overcome the intricacies, complexities. You know who's going to make out in an absolute universal basic income, which will hit these Democrat Mar Marxist mafia cities first? The drug dealers. Oh, it's going to be a big 2024 for the loathsome scum and sloths among us. After all, they always thrive when a Democrat traitor and thief administration is in charge of anything. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. is that not only are we providing uh, mental health-related services as well as vaccinations and health screenings and providing um, me medical health care for these families when they arrive the moment they get off those buses, we're not seeing that same treatment on the border. In other words, they're... Because it's illegal. Shh, pay attention, you with that stupid hairdo. It's illegal to come in the country in Texas. In Chicago... It's welcome because you, we understand what you're doing. You're trying to break the system so you have an excuse to take everybody's money that you got your eye on now, right? Bust out. There's no health screenings, no vaccinations. That process at the border is absolutely raggedy and, and reckless. But we cannot have a governor who decides that he's going to uh, yeah. cling to the vestiges of Jefferson Davis when we should. Maybe, maybe 
We can't have a governor or some two-bit flunky mayor who decides to nullify American law. You see, that's what you and your Democrat mafia did. So now, you filthy scumbag, wallow in it. Be um, pulling to the hopes and aspirations that were left by Frederick Douglass. We have to have a coordinated response to this humanitarian crisis. We cannot allow chaos to dictate and to divide this country. Oh. And gaps in coverage that characterize the present system of complex but inadequate programs. Programs, programs, programs. Why are you here? To get some money. What kind of money? Obama money. Where's it coming from? Obama. And where did Obama get it? I don't know. His stash. I don't know. Yeah. His stash is in your bank account. And that's what they're coming for next. Book it. Mitchell and Desplaines. Yeah, Sean, it's kind of interesting that you bring up uh, all these crazy things with Democrats. What I want to bring to your attention is you hear the story about the president of Harvard. Sure I did. Come on, affirmative action dingbat. She's the president of Harvard. Ta-da. Is she dumber or smarter than Nikki Haley? I'll tell you what. I'll take the gay. What's her name? Gay, right? I'd rather have gay as president than Nikki Haley. Because one thing's for sure. Not too many people have to have to look at the other guy's paper to figure out what the Civil War, what the greatest tagline has ever sold in the country. You could ask a seven-year-old, and they'll tell you what the Civil War was about. But not Nikki Haley, moron. So much for learning your history, right? Yes, yes, wonderful. Thank you very much. I'm not surprised when the affirmative action morons get caught being stupid. I mean, really? You look at one every day, the, the spokes idiot. Uh, uh, for Joe Biden. Let me just uh, deal with the student loan issue for a second. Look, the president put forth a plan. He wanted to keep his promise on dealing with the student loan debt that is really crushing families across the country. And he took steps, even though he, um, the plan that he put forth was stopped. Uh, Do you think that- <laughs> even though it was found unconstitutional by the Supreme Court, he still did it. Now look at the Democrat morons. Celebrate the fact that Joe Biden stole, we don't know how many millions from the people, and they feel they got away with something. Because this, this so-called uh, executive order was deemed unconstitutional. Does anybody in this country want to talk about where the money is? So you say you paid off, what, 134 million kids' uh, uh, tuition? Well, you're going to give the money back, right? Because this, this, the Supreme Court said that's unconstitutional. You're going to give the money back, right? Democrat scum thief? Uh, that, by folks in Congress. But do no, you think wait, that that argument... Just, well, I want to just jump in here because no, no, there is no, an issue I'm, with no, young voters. And I want to yeah, make... But, sh- because they have heard from you that essentially this is something the yeah. president has tried to do. And do you think that over time they start to feel yeah. like trying... By the way, the reporter is trying to save her because what KJP affirmative action moron is going to admit on national TV is that they stole the money from we the people but because they feel that they can do anything they're the government she admits it on national tv they stole the money isn't enough no but what i was going to say what i was going to finish in saying is that the president even though his plan was stopped he was able to take action and we were able to you mean unconstitutionally misappropriate the funds so where's the money now hey hey dimwit bimbo where's the money uh, we were able to uh, get rid of about $130 billion of debt, uh, more than that. Well, how'd you get rid of what? it? What? Well, how'd you get rid of it? You didn't get rid of it. You stole $130 billion from the Treasury, uh, the people's money. You paid off whoever you decided, and now you pretend you don't owe that money back to us? You see, that's why I call them liars and cheats.
thieves. You can call them Democrats. Chuck and Dullivan. Hey, there's a patriot in Woodstock. She intercepted one of them buses. They unloaded a bunch of people in Woodstock. It's on ABC7. You wouldn't know it. You can Google it. And she rounded up some jackets and gave them some food. And Wonderful. packed them up on the train out of Harvard and sent them to downtown Chicago. Good. Patriotism is alive. Chuck, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm dead serious. I do not blame the victims of socialism, communism, dictatorships. I know they're mixed in with cartel members and low-life scumbags and child sex traffickers, you know, but they're going to get along with the Democrats. Those idiots are going to get along famously with the elected Democrats. By the way, do you think Bill Clinton was on Lolita Express 50 or over? What's I'm, the under I'm going to go with 50. I'm going I'm to I'm go with 50. I'm going to go 50 and over. Ooh, and got, you're taking. I, got 20, I want the hook. 20, I go 50 grand, and a half. 20,000 yeah. 20, yeah. grand to put on that debt. That filthy scumbag pedophile rat. The only man in America that every every man and woman and child understood why he had an affair, however. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. See, you're, the mission of the media, the, the propagandist, Pravda, for the mafia Marxists pretending to be our government, is to inundate you with this terrible news bah, to where you just surrender. You just surrender. Oh, there's a border crisis. There's no fracking border crisis. Kamala Harris took $1.5 billion, one of her first acts after she became the border czar. And she toured all of these countries. And she gave the government money, but we don't know what for. Well, what you're living through is what for. This is exactly what was inspired. She bribed those governments, in my opinion, to send the degenerates, the sick, and all the rest. Send them. Send them. And they come here. Well, listen, quite honestly, I have far more faith in those people being good Americans than I do the American Democrats that vote for these idiots. It's not even close to me. So I don't blame the people per se. Now, that being said, if they're MS, MS-13 members or cartel members, well, then we should absolutely imprison them before we kill them. However, that's what needs to be done. But I still won't blame the good people who are trapped in da- bad countries because that's you good people in Chicago listening to me. You have the same kind of government. These poor immigrants fled. Yeah, you do. Same kind of thievery, same kind of fraud policy, same kind of five-year plan, same kind of collectivism, collectivism, and the same kind of promises. You'd be surprised. In the middle of the night, leaving people with, with no uh, real support at all, no coordination with the local municipalities. That Sounds like every neighborhood, every ghetto in Chicago has that exact same thing. Only these people now, they have all the attention in the world. Why? They're a better excuse to implode the system and beg for more money. This is, this is how you get to a basic income strategy. So it has the advantage of a kind of bold simplicity. It's a bold. bold Did you know that communism and government supremacy, it's bold and it's simplistic. They're gods and you're the slaves, like every other Democrat area. And now the people are wallowing a little bit. And they're getting a little spicy. So here comes Brandon Johnson with his nifty Marvin the Martian hairdo. And he's going to tell you that what they need now is just investment. Without real significant um, investment from our family. Yeah. Gee, I can't figure you guys out. You're all too smart for me. You and Nikki Haley. Geniuses. Kara, Indiana. 
Hi, Sean. Uh, I am running for a precinct committeeman in Lake County, Indiana, so we could flip it from blue to red, partially thanks to you and uh, your inspiration. But that's not why I called. A busload of illegals did come to Moni, Illinois, I was told. All men but one child. And they put the child in front of a farmer's door saying they were hungry. But it was, yeah. again, they used the child to knock on the door. And, of course, police were called and they were hauled off. And that's Well, that's a good that story. story. It's a good story because, you know, this whole thing where they're begging. When you, get, when you come here off of the buses, you get $2,500 little cash station card. And here's the other thing that I want you to keep in mind. You know, these states that are raising the, uh, uh, the minimum wage, you see how they're all Democrat sewers, right? And they're trying to hide both the cost of inflation. But what they're doing is actually quite brilliant from the Cloward and Piven standpoint of destroying a society. Because now what you'll do is these businesses who cannot afford to pay that to their people will simply let the Americans go and they'll hire the illegals. Because the illegals can't go tell the government, hey, they're not paying me the minimum wage. You see, that's how they keep the system corrupted. That's how they keep the black market thriving. And that is the symbiotic goal of what Democrat mafia governments try to do. That's why they never bust the real drug dealers. Everybody, every housewife in, in Downers Grove knows where to, to go buy dope in Chicago, but none of the government aldermen do. Oh, I have no idea. You follow me? They, keep the, they have to, to have that kind of control where the black market's over here and their good intentions and their phony virtue are over here. And what do we need? We just need to take more money from those evil rat blue-eyed white devils that make it that's all it's a simple game i'm having fun kind of giving you the play-by-play amy in lake geneva hi sean happy new year happy new year beauty how are you <laughs> good how are you splendid splendid sean when are you going to get the cigar shop out of elmhurst and up to wisconsin i'm, I'm, I'm going to close it i'm going to I'm, I'm i'm really i'm i'm on the oh, fence really? right now oh i was just talking right now i i the idea that I have to, I have to, 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 to leave it in that, in that sewer. I have dear friends that, that love it and all the rest of it. But, you know, I, I, I think really, I've had I, enough. I was in Elmhurst for 10 years before coming up here. And I got to tell you, like, just a couple miles off the border of Illinois, it's like it's the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. I, I'm a big fan. When I have to go back, you know, I love it because I have to go back a lot. Uh, I will tell yeah, you this, though, with the chaos that's going on, you know, I, I, I don't want anybody I love in that area. I just don't. It's a terrible system, and it's a terrible, it's, a, it's an act of futility. And, you know, I've become friends with a lot of the business owners. And the cost of doing business and all the rest of it, and now the fact that this incompetent, fraud, Democrat-led sewer of corruption, known as Illinois and Chicago and these counties, they're going to tell you what to pay your employee right here. You don't tell me jack, moron. You sit in the corner and shut your freaking mouth. You don't tell me how to pay people. You don't tell me what to do with my business. Or I just close the door. And I'll show you who John Galt is. Go ahead. There were so many. There were like a bunch of robberies after Christmas, like Macy's and Oakbrook, of course. I couldn't get robbed. I had the freaking door open. I got, I, got, I, got the, I got the baseball bat like a mace with nails through it and everything. <laughs> Nobody would come in and rob me. I can't pick a fight no. when I'm there. It's just a terrible hole. It's all around terrible. I used to go to the I spring in and get punched in the face before I got a drink. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm Delay Geneva. We need you, Sean. All right. Thank you, Dolly. Thank you. I Bye. appreciate it. Bye. Lake Geneva is a wonderful place. Uh, Scott in Aurora. Sean, I want to know if these illegals that are coming in by the tens of thousands, are they in Joe Biden's unemployment numbers? I'm willing to bet they're not. 
Well, you're a daisy if you do, because the way that this whole government runs this is one big Ponzi scheme fraud. Nobody really knows how they come up with the numbers. But what they do know is a government that is quietly bankrupting us to the tune of $34 trillion. And not a moron on television is talking about it. Not one moron. And the other thing you know, when you hear Brandon Johnson, what are we giving? We're giving shots now. We're giving all this stuff. Who, who knew about that? What is very clear is that not only are we providing uh, mental health related services as well as vaccinations and health screenings. Anybody drive through Chicago? I was just there. You drive through it. It's like one flew over to cuckoo nest. Guys are, are defecating on themselves like the White House, talking to themselves. Not to mention, did you see the Billy Goat Tavern? Did you see it, Macbeth? Take a look at the Billy Goat Tavern's uh, Twitter. They had the audacity to take a picture of that staircase. It looked like the beginning of a zombie movie. Oh, you want me to go have a hamburger? Yeah, I'll, I'll get right on it. And I used to go there three times a week. The city is collapsing, not because of the businesses or the people, but because of the corrupt, moron politicians who've now picked their favorites. And it's not you, Chicagoan. Providing um, medical health care for these families when they arrive, the moment they... Yeah! What else you want? Pick yourself out a Chevy. We can't sell them anyway. Julie, Grant Park. Hi, Sean. I was calling because... Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully. You sound wonderful. I'm I'm calling because of the illegal aliens that keep coming, yeah. and everybody's talking about what we're going to do, and we all know they're going to let them become citizens. And how come nobody is going after any type of law to say if they're even being really tracked and documented? Well, we are giving them phones. Vote that that they can't vote. Well, because for Julie, twenty five years. Julie, they're already voting in New York in their local elections. You know that. New York and California, they're voting already. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, it's legal. They passed a law. Illegal aliens can vote in New York and California. In fact, Honey Bunny, I got a clip about the uh, the insurance. Where is that one clip, do you know? Oh, we'll, we'll effort to get that. Yeah, Julie, it's, it's it, under all the... <laughs> all right. Where is it all? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Chicago migrants. Wait. Yeah, Pat and Jewel, those migrants should have been dropped off Wait. here at 800 South Displaying Street. No, 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 Street. that's this not is it. The Wait you hear land. this, Julie. Wait till you hear this. Starting January 1st, California will become the first state in the nation to offer health insurance to undocumented immigrants. Under- now to get insurance. You think they're paying for it? You're paying for it. You see, this oh, is I the know. thing, Julie. It's to make it look like it's a crisis. Oh, it's a crisis. Here's the crisis. The government, all it has to do is enforce laws. It elected, when Joe Biden usurped the most powerful office, to stop enforcing its own laws. And this is the plan of an entire political party. Because what they understand is, this is the only way you could bail out these thieves that run New York, New Jersey, Chicago, California, Philadelphia. See, they stole the money. They misappropriated the funds. So they need a flush of money to come in, which is why... Trump should have never given them the PPP money because they were allowed to already steal the money and hide that from there. Well, they're already through that money. Now they need another influx of money. This is this is theater for the stupid, Julie. And what we're going to do is cut through all of it. I'm well aware of what you rat bastards are doing. Simplicity with a powerful idea behind it. The idea that a rich community society should guarantee income security to it. Oh, gee, I can't figure it out. How long before the idiot with the Marvin the Martian hairdo mentions basic income for everybody, if he already hasn't? 
312-642-5600. Socialists and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Now, if this next caller has on burlap underpants, this is going to be something. He is Pierre Delecto from Cabrini. Pierre. Sean Thompson, what's up, brother? This is the greatest senator ever, Mitch Romney. It's not. It's it's, it's, it's my favorite fill-in ever, and I owe you a debt of gratitude, you handsome son of a gun. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to say Merry New Year to you, Sean Thompson. And I, I, I'm only calling in to say thank you so much for believing in me to allow me to, you know, run your show because I know you don't let any, just anybody run your show. You're the only one, and babe. I hope I, didn't break, the show. I hope I didn't break the show, brother. No, it's fine. I got it back. It's nice. I, t- I tell you what, I love it. It's a little roomier. I think you broke my seat. However, I love it. Thank you very much. Hey, I'm losing weight, so don't don't. I, I didn't break the seat because I'm losing weight, brother. Yeah, I Wrong. can tell. Just do yourself a favor. Don't look in the window when you're walking by it. You'll find it. Thank you, babe. <laughs> Take care, brother. <laughs> you too. Bro. Dan and Will Met. Universal basic income is already here, and uh, it's forty. New York is spending forty thousand per migrant right now. So the the migrant industrial complex is in full swing, and they're making money hand over fist, and we're all paying for it. Dan, it's a travesty, but it's working. The plan of Cloward and Piven is working. And all they really needed was a fav- favorable administration to break the system. And what they have is the most favorable, and they also have a tremendous amount of senators and congressmen. And I'm wondering if we can turn it back. Obviously, it's going to take enough people to understand we're bankrupt. And I wonder, Dan, well, when's I, the last time you heard somebody talk outside of this station about the national debt, which is $34 trillion right now? Actually, actually, I think the Democrat voters are getting the message. They are being replaced and they understand it and they're and they're and what they're counting on is being given to someone else. You know, seven hundred is- million was just taken out of the Chicago public schools uh CapEx fund for next yeah. year to pay for these uh migrants. You know what'll distract everybody, Dan? Seven hundred nice- million. Yeah. A nice war will distract everybody. And the people who are paying attention will be lost in the noise. Thank you, my man. I appreciate it. It's people like that that make you understand there are people paying attention. And if we could get more and more to understand, it's not about the theater we're watching. It's about the stealing behind the curtain. And that is in full full effect. Anthony in St. Charles. Oh, hello, uh, hello, Sean. My cousin, Richard Dill, he, he told me about your show. Huh? But anyway... Yes, sir. I wanted to. I'm a Civil War historian and reenactor, and I and, and if I was asked what was the cause of the Civil War, this would be my answer. All right. By the way, I'm a candidate. Also, I'm a committeeman, and I'm also a candidate for my circuit clerk. But here's here's what I would say. I had to give an intelligent answer. Now, the Civil War was caused by the issue of the spread of slavery, not so much slavery itself, but the spread of slavery. The conflict was between the slave power in the South. And then the position of Abraham Lincoln, Republican candidate for president, to oppose the spread of slavery into the new territories. And the South felt that they would be outnumbered by the free states, so they seceded to form their own slaveholding republic. And when Lincoln was elected, that's what prompted the South to do this, to separate from the Union. And the southern states formed secession conventions. And then Lincoln reacted by 
calling out the state militias of the northern states to form the federal army to suppress the rebellion. It's only later in the war that slavery became an issue with Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation to free the slaves in the states in rebellion against the Union. So let me ask you this. I, I, I like to study this a lot and read about it as much as possible, and I'm going to tell you my interpretation. I'm wondering where your thoughts are. Sure. The sure. tariffs, the tariffs of abomination, and the financial, oh, yes. and the financial abuse by the northern states, the federal, but what you want to call the federal government against the southern, even though the southern had representation that fought it back, and I still have a hard time wrapping my head around why we put lipstick on the pig of the fact that the government released the military on other American citizens. And we could talk about how they ordered the rape order to rape the Confederacy out of the women or the civilians that were targeted and burned, Sherman's March and all the rest of the atrocities. They get blindfolded by a flag. When I want to focus on the fact, if you think your government won't kill you, then you must not know about history. Oh, yes. Yes, the Civil War was a travesty. And Shelby Foote said that it really, America failed in its genius of compromise. The reason why we had the Civil War, according to Shelby Foote, is because we failed. After all these compromises, we finally failed to compromise. And as much as I love Abraham Lincoln, I wish that he had just eased up and let the South do what they wanted to do for a couple of decades. <laughs> and not kill Americans. You know, this is something, thank you, by the way, for the phone call. This is something I can't wrap. You realize our government ordered the murder of Americans, not just military. Lee returned to Richmond. There he learned a federal grand jury sitting in Norfolk had indicted him for treason. Perplexed, he wrote Grant. From the terms at Appomattox, we're not all free from molestation. Grant believed so. But the 17th president, Andrew Johnson, begged to differ. In fact, Johnson asked, when can these men be tried? And Grant answered, never. Grant answered never. There were people that partook in it that understand the atrocity. In so many cases, we'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty. The NSA is messing with my mic. They better, because we're about to inform the people this is all an illusion of fraud. Absolute and total fraud. $34 trillion. I have yet to hear it today, but I know somebody who thinks about it, talks about it, writes about it all the time. He is EJ Antony of the Heritage Foundation. How are you, kid? Sean, uh, you beat me to it. I was going to lead off with that. <laughs> the NSA messing with my mic and the studio Xanadu and all the rest of it. Yeah. Oh, right. no, no, not that. Not that. The uh, the $34 trillion in debt. I, I was shocked when I, I put that on X this afternoon after the Treasury announced it. I was shocked no one else is talking about it. Nobody. And you want to know what that's an indication of? Uh, uh, too many Americans don't care anymore because this is the philosophy that it doesn't matter as long as I'm getting paid for nothing. And that's how you destroy the the principles of a society. And when we're dealing with the so-called crisis, which isn't the crisis, it's the plan of having this illegal alien situation throughout the nation, they needed those weapons against Americans and people they despise, the ones who don't need government, 
who understand that government is an extortion mafia, not somebody that delivers a service or enforces a law. In fact, this is the definition of the refusal to for to to enforce laws, isn't it? Well, absolutely. You know, it's amazing how what, what was our founders' vision of this country? It was for government to be small and to change slowly. There's a reason why every single part of of government had a different constituency originally: the House, the Senate, the Supreme Court, the presidency. They all had to appeal to different parts of the country. And that was very difficult to do, which is why it was very difficult for government to do anything at all. So here's something that, you know, when you spend time off, I was reflecting on some books that I thought about and some some documentaries I wanted to watch, and I took advantage of that. And it's something, if you do not have a, a, a difference of changing a formula or changing a trajectory, and I don't hear it, it's certainly not going to come from the idiot Nikki Haley who doesn't know why we fought a civil war. And you don't have a, somebody out there talking about, listen, the party is over. There will be no more spending. There will be more no government math. We will take a portion of the income. We will drastically cut everything Joe Biden did, everything Barack Obama did, and half of what Trump did. We will cut the massive bureaucracies, and we will take a portion of that money, and we will pay down the debt so your grandkids can have a sustainable life. I mean, after all, isn't that what's happening in Brazil? I think you mean Venezuela? Or no, 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 Brazil, where they hired that new guy with the funky hair like Trump. <laughs> or is that Argentina? Argentina, one of them. Ar- yeah. Argentina, that's yeah. it. Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, Sean. At, at the end of the day, I think I think the biggest problem is that you know, we have this notion that there's two parties here in D.C. When in fact, it's not a difference between Republican and Democrat. It's a difference between establishment and non-establishment. One of the things that the establishment Republicans showed us during the Trump years, is the fact that they are far more establishment than they are Republican. And so they don't care about the agenda that that they uh, proclaim to the American people. Instead, what they care about is perpetuating the system. And for that to happen, you need to perpetuate not just the spending, but the growth of spending. The last thing most Republicans want to do is to cut it. So my allegation is that the Democrat sewers, who declared themselves sanctuary cities that destroyed once great cities all around this country, needed this problem to cover up the financial fraud, misappropriation, and scandal that was their failure prior to the Biden administration. And that this is really right on cue as you watch Democrat mayors who have declared themselves nullified from from immigration law now use this as as a call for more money from the federal government on the backs of the states that abide by law, correct? Yeah, absolutely, Sean. It's exactly right. They called uh, for this problem to be created, and now they want money to fix it. But notice they're not saying, hey, give more money to Texas so they can really fix the problem, so they can build a border wall, so they can actually deport the criminals. No, they say, don't give them any more money. Give us the money. We created the problem. Now we demand money to fix it, but only on our end. Don't bother fixing it in places that are directly affected like Texas. Are you surprised that you're not seeing politicians run on the fact that we are going to go back to true responsibility financially? And we're going to do it by stopping the uh, arbitrary laws that were passed under the Biden administration. Let me ask you this. Can they, in fact, stop funding? the boondoggles of fraud, be they climate 
or this so-called infrastructure that doesn't really go to roads and bridges. I drove the country a lot on the vacation. And um, I'm amazed to see there really isn't a lot of infrastructure in the areas where they say, I went through Alabama, uh, I didn't see anything. I went through parts of Florida and Georgia and Tennessee. I didn't see much of anything. Is, 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 does anybody do an audit on how much and where the money's going in the slush fund that is the Biden administration? Oh, my goodness, not at all. And, and the worst slush fund of all is, is this green energy slush fund that's now uh, being directed by John Podesta, of all people. And basically, it is just a way for Democrats to take money out of the public purse, out of taxpayers' pockets, and dole it out to their campaign contributors. And so this, this is literally just public theft. And you know, part of the problem, Sean, with this idea of people running on, hey, I'm just going to cut all of this uh, Biden agenda. I'm just going to cut all of this government spending. You know, more than half of Americans right now are getting checks in one way or another from the government. So the issue there is that you're basically going to run on a position of I want to take money out of half of the American people's pockets. That's a losing proposition in almost all cases. What are the odds it becomes a welfare war? instead of a righteousness vision to fix the financial scandal that is our welfare system. And uh, people already on welfare just simply are mad that the new uh, residents of of these sanctuary cities are getting welfare too. Could it devolve into a sidetrack where we just somehow allow the cloward piven Marxists to deliver that basic income that they've been promising? Oh, goodness, Sean, I, I think we're in a lot of ways already there in, in terms of the welfare war, at least. You know, we're, we're not quite there where every politician is demanding universal basic income. You know, but you're even hearing the equivalent of that uh, on the right, where right now you have plenty of so-called conservatives calling for a system where they say, you know what, let's just get rid of all welfare, but let's put in place a, a negative income tax. Well, what is that? It's basically a, a universal basic income where you are going to guarantee somebody gets to take home a, a paycheck of a certain size. That is not America. That is not what we want. And furthermore, you know, ideology aside, just going by the math, it's not sustainable. Every country that has tried that, it has failed miserably. You know, it's interesting. I was doing some reading about the specific office building debt. You know, it's funny how they break up commercial debt. It's different for manufacturing. It's different for warehousing or cold storage. And they have a separate category, which is really when you look at it, a terrible category because it's on specific office buildings. And when you look at what has happened since COVID, and you look that in some of these major cities, including New York and Chicago, you have an abysmal amount of people that return to the office. And you realize we got trillion dollars give or take in 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 floating debt billions here hundreds of billions here uh, i, I want to say office building was like 197 billion dollars in just three major cities and now they have to refi the rate is double the qualifications have also doubled what are the odds this doesn't collapse the banking industry oh my goodness sean i i don't see how we it get can't. out of commercial real estate without a huge, huge collapse. I mean, the only thing that could possibly save it, and this is a long shot, is if you see a movement in mass to convert commercial, old commercial real estate that is basically now abandoned. It has no occupants at all. The to housing. Through the roof. 
is convert exactly exactly you're going to have to convert that in into condos into townhouses into apartments and all the rest now that's that you know theoretically is two birds with one stone because not Brilliant. only are you salvaging commercial real estate you're going to drastically increase the supply of housing which means you're going to bring down prices there as well and but it's mafia brilliant you actually draw that inside street it's mafia brilliant that's why it's going to happen see because when in order to do it you have to do it through these city councils. So in, in Chicago, you have aldermen. Let's call them 50 thieves. You've got 50 thieves in Chicago, and they have to change it. So there's a lot of power in changing it, and then the money would flow through these corrupt Democrat-run sewers into contractors who all happen to be their guy. How you doing? And you realize it took... Um, Three times the money to build the Hoover Dam that it did to build an exit ramp in Chicago named after a dimwit mayor called Jane Byrne. You realize this might be perfect for them because now they've got the inside straight that they can sell the phony virtue on the outside. Look, we've converted these vacant, uh, useless office buildings and we turned them into housing. And what will get lost is all of the private ownership that went bankrupt like Rudy Giuliani, won't it? A hundred percent, you know, and and let's let's throw the unions in there as well. Let's not. Oh yeah, them. that's you know, that's that's become obviously a huge problem, not just in Chicago, but plenty of places around the country sure. where all kinds of these deals, these backroom deals, happen for the benefit of yeah. unions. And it's not even a lot of times the the union members who always make out on that. It's the union leadership. Oh, Why? Because <laughs> those are my favorites. Yeah. They're they're the ones who who are pulling the purse strings to direct union dues back yeah. into Democrat campaign coffers. Well, so there's a restaurant the called Lou Mitchell's in the Loop and uh they give away free donuts so they're going to have a very good year when this hits. There'll be a lot of a lot of big dumps that's sitting in there eating free donuts and ordering cheeseburgers because the reality is that, that Jane Byrne exit ramp I spoke of, it also took 14 years. So it, we can really take some time converting those Useless office buildings of capitalism, those those pillars of the capitalist pig. And we turn them into Section 8 housing, and we'll forget all about the success of Cabrini Green, right? A hundred percent, Sean. You know, and, and again, I mean, when, when, you go, when you go back to the idea of, of sound money, right, how did we even get into this commercial real estate mess? And, and not just that, the, the previous housing bubble, you know, you name it, the, the uh, banking crisis back in March. It was all because of an abandonment of the principles of sound money, this idea that we can just create money out of nothing. And instead of letting the chips fall where they may and letting the bad actors catch hell, you know, devil take the hindmost here, what are we going to do? We're probably just going to step in and do another bailout at taxpayer expense. So unfortunately, I think the people are on the hook for it, whether it's because of, you know, this bureaucratic nonsense that that would make this conversion more expensive than necessary or just from more inflation, from bailing out the bad actors by printing money to pay for it all. Speaking of sound money, Bitcoin, $45,000 a coin. (laughs) Is it going to be worth 90,000 or nine? Let's bet a stake on it. I say 90. What do you say? Uh, Sean, I, I got to agree with you. All these people saying it's worthless, it's going to go to nothing. Look, everything is worth what its purchaser will pay for it. And yeah. a lot of people have more faith in that than they do the dollar. Oh, and when they start handing out these basic incomes, you better look out to Sizzler. In the meantime, I look forward to the steak. I prefer it medium rare. He is EJ Antonio of the Heritage Foundation. My mic is broke. We will work on it during the break. 
He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Now, Beth, you're sure this has nothing to do with your giant head? Because normally we have squirrel here. And your giant head could be screwing up the signal. Yeah, you don't know. He has no idea. John on the Kennedy. Hey, Sean. Hey, I, I just tuned in and I, I, I heard your last, uh, you know, your, your last interview. Uh, yeah. I was talking about uh, converting real estate from uh, office to residential. Yep. Uh, I just want to tell you, it's already happening in Washington, D.C., and I'll tell you this story. You know, uh, uh, the organization I work for owned a building in D.C. Yes. They, uh, yeah, we, uh, 2022, they created a new green building commission. It's that new standards. They wanted to be the greenest city in the world. I guess London is now. They want to be the greenest city by 2035. So they set new uh, green energy efficiency standards for all buildings. Problem is, our building was built in the 1980s. We had to go out and hire a consultant, get a get a get a rating on our energy rating on our building, and then uh, uh, phase two was getting a plan to increase our energy star rating for our building. And uh, the only way to to get the kind of improvements they they wanted would be to invest, like replace all our HVAC systems. Our building was built in the 1980s, as I said. And uh, spend like four million dollars, three or four mm-hmm. million dollars, on a payback of forty years to get that money back with saving. You know, we've done all the cheap stuff. So Shall we're we- like, oh, what are we going to do? We might as well sell the building. Uh, so a year ago, so that was twenty twenty two. A year ago, in January twenty twenty three, the mayor of the District of Columbia comes out with a new plan to, and you can look this up. Anybody can look this up to to create. 750,000 more square feet of new residential real yes. estate by converting office buildings to residential. See, and, and, and that's why they that's create why the problem, that. John. Yeah. They create the problem right. to destroy private ownership. When you understand that the goal of the government supremacist is to destroy the incentive for private ownership, now you understand what they're doing. This isn't about the private property rights that built this country or built the highest quality of life for individuals because they, the, the individuals that took advantage of that are the enemy of the supremacist, of the government supremacist. They could call themselves a socialist or a Marxist. doesn't matter. It's about them destroying the principles and the incentive to own property. That's why you have this massive increase of, of interest rates. Now guys who had reasonable debt were making money. They can't. They have the new regulation to be green, $4 million. I'm not going to pay it. Sell it. Now the government is in control of the property, and that is the goal. It's backdoor communism. It's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. True I'm story. glad you're in. It's already happening, man. Glad hey, you're love you. Love your show. Thanks a lot. Right back at you. See, when you understand, now you don't follow them around in their failure, in their fraud, and you think they're trying to help society. They're not trying to help society. They're trying to overtake it. Corey Woodlawn. Hey, Sean. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, a quick, a quick uh, statement. Um, Milton Friedman teaches us that th- the true cost of government isn't what government tax, it's what government spends. All spending comes back as a tax. 
And Marshall Absolutely. said the power to tax is the power to destroy. So they will destroy your personal property, right? Because most people's savings is trapped in their homes. They will make you cough it up by taxing it to death. That's why they're going out and get all these poor people. We'll grab them, we'll bring them in here, and we will increase the taxes for every immigrant that shows up here. Absolutely. And that's how you destroy a society. And that's the goal. Because people who are demoralized, people who are depressed, people who are hopeless and helpless have only one way to turn to their abuser. That's the game. Cloward Piven. But before that, Karl Marx. Let's just call them government supremacists. Or you can call them Chicago Democrats. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. I could not wait to get back. Got to be one of the only people in the world. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a good time. I drove. When's the last time you drove the country? It's absolutely beautiful. It really is. I went for ribs in Alabama. Highly, highly recommended. Martin's Barbecue. Phenomenal. Austin, Brookfield. Hey there. Um, I just wanted to get your take on something that I haven't heard talked about yet. We got millions of these illegal aliens in the United States, and at some point, the benefits for them—the housing, the food, the shelter, et cetera, et cetera—is going to run out. What's going to happen then? We're going to have riots in the streets. If only that were true, my brother. If only that was even possible. How are we going to run out? We have accrued thirty-four trillion dollars, and nobody can explain why. We have one bureaucracy that, as recently as ninety days ago said they cannot account for 50 cents out of every dollar that goes into the bureaucracy. That's just one. What do you mean it's going to run out? It's America, baby. We can print it up as much as we want. And here's the reason it's the goal. That's the guarantee of future taxation. And what you now know when you really sit back, you pan back and you think about the Obama years. You think about the culmination and the bastardization of our principles. The goal is to destroy your personal wealth. You, Austin, in Brookfield. It is to turn you into a serf. So that you're hamstrung. You can't sell your property. The taxes are too high. And now you need a handout too. Because when there's more people on it, there's less people complaining about it. That's how you destroy everything. And that's the goal. That's exactly what's happened to our once great city. Exactly. And that's why you have this idiot who was on a payment plan for water, but wears a $6,000 suit, who was making $200,000 a year, couldn't pay his water bill. And he's running... A budget of billions of dollars, and you don't, you can't figure out what the goal is. The goal, and I don't mean you. I'm just saying metaphorically, the goal is to destroy it, so that it can be used as an excuse against everybody who has something, and that's the goal. And and and, and Corey and Woodlawn knows it because this is the prediction of what would happen, and when American communism started to infiltrate our government back in the 30s and 40s. Thank you very much for the call. Very simple. Uh, here, it's members. But there is, I think, there are more powerful reasons than a good design for basic income, that we should credit basic income and pay attention to it now. And those more powerful reasons have to do with deep and irreversible changes in our societies, uh, which make basic income... Very, very rational. What are those changes? Well, perhaps the most important 
is the spread of automation together with the expansion of labor markets. That's Francis Fox Piven in 2009 celebrating the Chicago Mafia Democrat by the name of Barack Obama's presidency. Get off those buses. We're not seeing that same treatment on the border. In other words, there's no health screenings, no vaccinations. That process at the border is absolutely raggedy and, and reckless. But we cannot have a governor who decides that he's going to uh, yeah. cling to the vestiges of Jefferson Davis when we should be um, pulling to the hopes and aspirations that were left by Frederick Douglass. We have Frederick Douglass. Racism. Civil War and all the rest of it. What about the Democrats in the 90s? Does anybody remember them? All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more, by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before. By he did all that while molesting Monica Lewinsky among we don't know how many children on Epstein's Island, but we're about to get the list of how many times Bill Clinton violated women on Epstein's Island. Mark in Oaklawn. Oh, my brother, you're on the chipmunk line. We got microphone problems. I'll get to you. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. Uh, Happy New Year. I hope you enjoyed your uh, Christmas and your time off. I don't, I don't like time off. I was mad I didn't have the show. But oh, in the meantime, that. during the last commercial break, I replaced a cable in the studio Xanadu, and I'm not in the union. So take that, mafia members. Go ahead. <laughs> what I wanted to say is I watched these um, morning news shows on uh, Sunday, and the one that I watched was uh, ABC uh, Sunday, and yeah. Jonathan Carroll uh, keeps lying and twisting what Trump set, really says. He said that Trump is going to be a dictator on day one. Yeah. Well, what Trump, what Trump really said is he's not going to be a dictator other than day one when he's going to close the border and drill, drill, drill. And then he also has these three young girls on, these three loose Cheneys, uh-huh. who testified on January 6th that uh, was all hearsay. And, uh, and they on, even said on that the Fed surrection? You're talking about the Fed yeah. surrection? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they, they said they would never vote Republican, but they would vote for anybody, even if their policies were bad, just so uh, we could keep our so-called democracy and Trump doesn't Rich, get the did presidency. You, did, you hear what Louis oh, Farrakhan, right. did you hear what Louis Farrakhan said a couple days ago? No, I didn't. Oh, Louis Farrakhan. Louis Farrakhan, rabbit, anti-Semite. Uh, However, Louis Farrakhan represents a lot of people that the Democrats normally bank on. Of this administration is good for us. Because of Trump's way, he is an anomaly. There's never been no president quite like Mr. Trump. There's something that he's doing. Trump is destroying every enemy that was an enemy of our rise. Who's the enemy of our rise? Is it the Department of Justice? Where we get none? Is it Congress where you make a law that favors us and then you turn around and destroy it? Is it the media that has destroyed every black leader that stood up for us? Martin Luther King suffered it. Malcolm suffered it. He's attacking the media. 
calls it fake news. We have been the victims of some fake news. Yes. <laughs> He's beating up the FBI. Go at it, baby. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy. Mark in Oak Lawn. Hey, Sean, you know what? It sounds like Farrakhan is finally getting it. And you know what? Malcolm X used to say, you know, the, the worst the worst enemy for the black man is the liberal Democrat. Don't trust the liberal white Democrat. And and he's so right on. And, you know, yeah, which means Farrakhan this, may uh, get assassinated. Brandon Johnson. Yeah. I get a kick out of this Brandon Johnson talking about, uh, uh, you know, the immigration problem. And he's evoking Fed Frederick Douglass's name. You know, Frederick Douglass stood up for the black man. He was a lawyer. He worked hard. Uh, he read books. He tried to get books to all the uh, all of his uh, brothers and tried to educate them. You know, and, and uh, now you look at the Chicago school 150 system. 150 years. They're doing just the opposite. 150 years. And Woodrow Wilson was another guy. Birth of the Nation. Remember the movie he sure. brought into the White House at his inauguration? The yeah. guy was a flat-out racist. Yeah. Um, you know, they but they never. Destroy... One thing you have to admit: those old, the old timers, they never wanted uh, reparations that I remember. Did you ever hear that? No. And how about the Crowlas? A hundred, hundred and fifty yeah. years. You know, of all the Democrats. But then again, those and, people and, didn't like segregation, and these these new Marxists of color, they want segregation. So, you know, yeah. it's a different topsy turvy world, Mark. And, and one last thing, John Podesta. That guy's a devil worshiper. He's the, in charge of the green energy funds. He is a flat-out devil worshiper. He's a creepy-looking son of a gun. He really is. Run for the hills, man. Let me tell you something. How, what do you think the under-over is that Podesta was on the Lolita Express of Epstein? What do you think? It's 30? I think it's 30. That's a lock. That's a lock. It's a mortal lock. ranch on that one. Oh, I can't even yell covered because we're on the same team. Covered! You know that that creepy son of a dog was on Epstein's thing. Then again, you realize who these Democrats really are. If you look at uh, Bill Clinton, far worse, minor words, and his was action. His was what he's done to women. There's never been anybody in the history of politics in this nation that's been so abusive to women. So you can say any way you want to say it. But Bill Clinton was abusive to women. Hillary Clinton attacked those same women. And attack them viciously, four of them here tonight. One of the women, who is a wonderful woman, at 12 years old, was raped at 12. Her client, she represented, got him off, and she's seen laughing on two separate occasions, laughing at the girl who was raped. Kathy Shelton, that young woman, is here with us tonight. So, don't tell me about words. I am Absolutely, I apologize for those words. I wonder, you think Hillary Clinton went to Pedophile Island? I think it's even money. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. obvious corruption like the jane Byrne exit ramp i love that story three times three times as long as the hoover fracking dam that's the kind of stealing that chicago likes how you doing in the meantime the kind of open and notorious corruption isn't just ed burke and his wheelchair i don't want house arrest with the ankle bracelet or the fact mike madigan is still in his little tiny castle in dublin 
But what about SBF? You remember when that was the rage? I mean, after all, it's one of the greatest Ponzi schemes. It's, what, five times the, the amount of money ever stolen in a Ponzi scheme? Sam Bankman-Fried. What about those charges? Federal prosecutors say a second trial against FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried is not necessary. Nah. You know what? We had enough. We tried him enough. He already said he stole a little bit of the money. We're already fixing how to how to get the sentencing to where he still gets to fly on his jet plane and enjoy all the privileges he enjoyed with that ugly girlfriend he had. Officials say evidence would duplicate what was already shown to a jury, so they are dropping the campaign finance charges against him. They campaign finance charges? You mean when he bribed Democrats so he'd get off if he ever got caught? Well, that seems like money well spent. I don't know who spent more money, the Chinese Communist Party or, the, or, the, or, the, or Sam Bakeman free when he bribed the Democrats around this country. Say a second trial would also cause a delay in the victim's restitution. Bankman Freed is a Bay Area native and son of two Stanford law professors. Ooh, that comes in handy. You hit the loin lottery, like Pritzker without the neck rolls. George in Naperville. Yeah, Sean, uh, Bill didn't inhale, and he didn't have sexual relations with Monica, so he probably didn't do anything wrong on that island. You know what's great? I was talking about this with people who were born long after he defiled the intern. Long after he defiled the intern. And they still know the story of how Monica Lewinsky turned her last name into a sexual act. Kent, Elk Grove Village. Hey, Sean, I wanted to wish you a happy new year and a merry... Christmas. Same to you. Same to you. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. Happy, healthy, prosperous. Sir, for getting married this weekend down in Naples, Florida, by you. But uh, also, I'd like to say this is the third night in a row this week I've driven home from the south side and saw myself around a shooting. There was another shooting down on 76. Yeah, it's kind of exciting, though. It's kind of exciting. It happened to me in, in the 90s on Madison Avenue. I had my Buick Riviera a cigar going. They're shooting over the car like they were filming a movie. I love it. You just got to duck and speed. Are you there? Did I stumble you? We lost you. Kent. Kent, listen, yep. congratulations on the marriage. Enjoy yourself. You're going to be getting married in Naples, Florida? Ah, we lost him. Go to, go to, go to Meta Toronto. Tell my guy Milos you want the key lime pie. Tell him send me to Bill. When I get back, uh, we'll have more fun. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels... When you realize me, the problems like in our country aren't from so foreigners, it's from saboteurs posing as our government. It's enlightening. It takes the weight off your shoulders. You don't have to pretend that enemies of our country actually share the same, same goals of achievement that you and I do. That's exactly what's happening under this mafia, this Marxist mafia pretending to be a Democrat regime. It's not. It's here to weaken us. It's here to backdoor nationalize every aspect of private property and turn us into the European Marxist serfs they admire so much. My next guest understands this. 
The saddest part from his perspective is he used to be a member of this government back when they wanted America to be safe and to be successful. His name is Frank Gaffney. He's the founder and executive chairman of the Center for Security Policy. Frank, thank you for joining me. How are you? Well, you've just about captured how I am, and that's not perfect. But Happy New Year. Just Happy to, New Year. And you know, for recognizing the problem. Well, maybe it's my resolution. See, my resolution is you can do radio and you could say, well, you, you know, that's wrong or this is that day is over for me. I know what you are and now I'm going to stop you. And that's kind of why I have you on, because you know exactly what they are. And I don't care how they wrap their policies. You could name it uh, unicorns and lollipops. I know what you Marxist bastards are doing. You're trying to implode the system so you could take it over. And there's no better golden goose of that than this eco-Nazism. So when I saw your article, when I saw that you wanted to uh, get involved and explain to people what is a natural asset company, I think it's crucially important that people understand it's a made-up Marxist mafia front, isn't it? Yes, is the short answer. It is an opportunity for uh, what you call the eco-Nazis to uh, capitalize on the power that uh, they currently enjoy uh, to turn over to uh, these so-called natural asset companies, or NACs for short, uh, control of public lands, public waters, public air, and even private land, farmland and uh, land that people hunt on and the like that does... Uh, in uh, in conservancy easement arrangements to essentially preclude the productive use of such lands. Uh, no mineral extraction, no oil and gas, uh, no timber, no um, farming, as best I can tell, or at least, you know, advanced farming. And the point of this is all going to be to keep the land pristine, they would have us believe. But in fact, I think what's actually going to happen, Sean, is a kind of uh, jujitsu. They're going to seize the land in this fashion. Uh, They're going to deny its use by the owners, uh, including the public. uh, And they're then going to probably turn it over for purposes that are called uh, what is it? Uh, the 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 so-called uh, renewable uh, yes. purposes. So they can put solar farms, and they can put windmills, and they can maybe even put plants that manufacture electric batteries and the like on this pristine land, but not the kinds of things that we would like to do with it. And it's the whole thing is a scam and it is outrageous. And we've got a very narrow window to do something about it. I'm hoping well, we can talk about that a bit. Absolutely, because the reality is we're, we are in the third term of the most successful Marxist mafia member, Barack Obama. But more importantly than that, it's the culmination of the government supremacist writ large that is our real problem. And they've, 
infiltrated bureaucracies, misused them for decades. Most Americans don't know that these bureaucracies of tyranny, the EPA and OSHA and the rest of it, are incentivized to bankrupt American companies. They keep half of the fines, and they don't really give a rip about the actual issues at hand because what they know is we're not affecting this earth one damn minute. We're like a bunch of ants on it. Not only are we not affecting it, but we could very well be harming it. I mean, aside from the fact that we're blowing it up all over the place. But the reality is there is the lack of science. There is no questionability, contrarian thought process of is it actually good to cool the earth? What happens when we cut the greenhouse gas emissions? Not that we can. After all, we're dealing in point zero one tenth of percent uh, with, with, with CO2 anyway. But the reality is this is just the fascistic virtue shield. And we have had, and the beauty of the radio show, I've had the founder of Greenpeace. I've had... Uh, 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 experts in every arena of climate to the earth itself and there's there's something that's missing from the argument and that's another side of it do you think americans are sick of it and i think do you think that maybe they went too far with their eco-nazism i think they have gone too far the question is are americans sick of it are americans even really aware of how far they've gone, let alone how far they're planning to go. And that's the point of this uh, conversation about these uh, uh, natural asset companies, because the the state of play at the moment on that, as you probably are aware, Sean, is the Securities and Exchange Commission has now given us until the 18th of January to comment on this idea that uh, these companies, and including, by the way, companies that may be owned by oh, the Chinese Communist Party, oh, could tell us what we can do with some of this land or not do with it, and we would be obliged to comply. And by the way, we would be obliged to comply even if Donald Trump becomes the president in 2024. This is a rigged game that is designed to be something we cannot extricate ourselves from. So the American people, if they now are getting a clue, thanks to your good work, among others, um, have a chance to comment to the Securities and Exchange Commission. Just go to their website. There's a comment on a proposed rule to create a new class of these companies called, as I say, natural asset companies, and just tell them no. You don't want any part of it. And if we get an outpouring of public opposition to this, we might just head this off at the pass. But it's going to take hard work, and we need it right now. You can go to SovereigntyCoalition.org to get to that website. Also, by the way, to send a similar letter to your members of Congress and in the Senate. Um, they, they need to know how you feel, too. Now, Gary Ginsler is an asset of the Marxist mafia. Gary Ginsler is the one who is friends with Sam Bankman-Fried's parents. Gary Ginsler is at the root of at least six scandals uh, in, our, in our country over the last 20 years. Gary Ginsler walked in this position without much pushback. The reality is these bureaucracies have become assets of the government and they, instead of assets of the people. So when you say even if Trump wins, he can't fix it, well, at a certain point, the American people need to do what the Democrat cities do with federal law, nullify it. Can states take back the power and nullify the, the, the tyranny of the SEC, the corrupt SEC, which allowed F, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX to operate in impunity without any reservation? 
In the meantime, can my state of Florida nullify the strength of the SEC and say that these so-called quasi-government entities posing as private companies uh, cannot exist in, in certain states, in your opinion? Can they do that the way Democrat sewers do with our immigration laws? Well, it's a great question. I, I think the first order of business is to try to prevent Gary Gensler, the chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission, from acting against the public interest, uh, more or less sub rosa or clandestinely, stealthily. Light it up. Tell him under no circumstances should we do it. But to your question, there have been 23 different um, state treasurers and other financial officers of the states who have sent a letter saying, we don't want any part of this. And I hope that attorneys general of those states are similarly going to weigh in and, yes, absolutely stop this in at least those 23 states, if not across the country. And that's how it should work, of course. Uh, in the event the Securities and Exchange Commission, in all of its corruptness, in all of its uh, you know Green New Deal uh, craziness, under Gary Gensler, uh, decides that they're going to ignore the public and ignore the public interest, more to the point, and go ahead and approve this deal. You know, Frank, it seems that only the Republican Party is subjected to scandal and, and controversy because Gary Gensler is, 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 like I said, he's been at the nucleus of several scandals. Sam Bankman-Fried just being the latest. And the reality yeah. is the idea that this charlatan would get more power, that this entity would not only no longer be audited the way it should, because they're having a real party over at the SEC anyway. But they still have this arbitrary power. I mean, I'm, I have to think that there is a separation occurring throughout the nation as I only really inhabit or travel to decent areas, and they solely reject the Democrat mafia. This is something where private business owners, because this, this entity has unlimited power. It's almost like the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that has no yeah. oversight, is audited nowhere. I mean, what do we really know about this entity, and, and, and how are they able to operate? When did all of this go down? Well, I think it's been a long time uh, since the Securities and Exchange Commission was established. No, I mean the natural, the, the natural asset oh. companies. How did they pop up out of nowhere? What bill are they've they in? They've popped up. They, they've actually been uh, in the plan of the U.N., Going back several decades, uh, something called 30 by 30 uh, is, a, is a plan. Uh, it's now Agenda 2030, I believe, but they keep changing the names to confuse the innocent. The idea has been around for a while. And get this, Sean. They not only have cooked up this idea of how to um, monetize all of the natural resources, uh, as I say, including the air, of a given country. And a lot of third world countries, particularly some of those that have really suffered under the COVID experience, have uh, cashed in to create out of, uh, well, I call it alchemy, really, uh, you know, turning air into money. Um, they, they've been able to do this. But here's the, here's the real kicker. Get this. In order to make this work, the UN also had to actually come up with a new accounting system. Because uh, so general accounting principles don't operate. Yeah, it's a new math. Out of nothing. Yeah, new math. Yeah, yeah. you've got to have you got to have new math accounting, <laughs> voodoo economics, as they call it. And once you've got that, then you can do just about anything you want. And what will happen is we will lose our country to these uh, so-called knacks. And uh, Gary Gensler would uh, would be only too happy to do it. And and by the way, there are several federal agencies 
that are poised right now to turn over to these entities once they get stood up. Um, the, the, the public land, water, and, and, you know, air, for that matter. You know, Frank, the, 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 the successful nature of the sabotage of our nation is something that I am really irritated isn't in the news at all. And I remember when I was young, and when you were, when I heard your name, I'm going back to the 80s, and I heard your name, and I heard, you know, and, and you would see some of the complaints about nations that had been corporatized, for lack of a better word, and how the, the corporations would, uh, rather than uh, here, adhere to American regulations, would simply circumvent them by going to other nations that were easily corrupted. And they would buy the governments, and they would steal the natural resources, right? And you you hear that, and right away the Republicans say, "Well, don't look at that, don't listen to that." And then you see what happened in Africa, you see what happened in the Middle East, and when when uh, Joe Biden gave the Taliban Afghanistan, one of the first things they did was sell all their mineral rights or a vast majority of them to the Chinese Communist Party. You realize that's the game, and it's happening right underneath our nose. Only this time, it's that world government, the World Economic Forum. And they're really not about this phony altruism that they sell. They're about turning over absolute and total control and breaking the only nation built on property rights of individuals, not governments. So how can we reason and go back to the principles of Americanism? Because if we don't, it's not going to be a civil war the way we thought. It's going to be more diabolical more violent, and people will now be thrown into the gulags that resist this. Because I'm thinking about these farmers and all of these guys that may have been lured into capitulation of renting their land to those phony windmills or the rest of it. But sooner or later, what's going to happen to them is what happens to people who own office buildings in Democrat areas. Sooner or later, they're intentionally bankrupt and their property seized. Isn't that the real game here? That is the real game here. And, and you know, I, I wish you could be, you know, either disregarded or written off as somebody, you know, with a tinfoil hat. And and obviously our enemies on the left are only too happy to try to do that. But what you're talking about is the plan. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not just something that might happen as a result of all this. It is the plan. And, you know, John Kerry said shortly after the Biden administration came to office and he was restored to power as the green czar of this administration, within 18 months, we're going to make this irreversible. Yes. What he was talking about was this green agenda. And he didn't make the 18-month mark, but if Gary Gensler, after the 18th of this month, is not stopped from greenlighting, rubber stamping, okaying uh, this agenda of natural asset companies. That's where we're headed, my friend. Property rights is a thing of the past. We're going to have people telling us what we can and can't do, uh, it, you know, with our own land, no less, if you uh, fall <laughs> under one or the other of these arrangements. And we need to go again, please, folks, sovereignty coalition.org couldn't be simpler to put your comment into the sec and send it to your elected representatives we even give you some draft language of what you can say we need to make sure these guys are on notice that this is completely unacceptable well the seat of all tyranny is a policy 
And if that seed is allowed to grow, it will overtake the host and kill it. This is something we understood with Obamacare. This is something we pushed back with with the welfare system, only successfully really uh, had a trajectory change under Ronald Reagan. It wasn't successful under Trump. In fact, it grew. This is something that we, we saw with Social Security, now the third rail of politics, a failed Ponzi scheme policy of extortion and taxing of people who didn't kick into the system in the name of the people who are deserving of something. So we've lost the ability to argue on principle as far as I can see. What are the odds? What are the odds that this doesn't move forward? Uh, look, if you were a betting man, you'd say not great. There's a, a great guy by the name of uh, Marlowe Oaks, who's the treasurer of the state of Utah. And he says, the, 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 and I don't know where he gets this number, I think it's from the United Nations, but the value of everything on the planet as of right now is said to be something on the order of $1.5 quadrillion dollars. Yeah, get the, I, I can't get my head around that, but he says that the estimated value of all of this stuff that they're going to mint, you know, fake money for, is five quadrillion dollars. So five quadrillion dollars is a is a pretty high stakes to be opposing, don't you think? But here's what we've got going for us: is we've got smart people like you raising the alarm. We've got lots of Americans who don't want their country to go down this road. You said yourself, you know, aren't they getting the clue here? And I think they are. We need them to take action. And if they do, we might just beat this thing, and we need to, for sure. You know, Frank, it's only, what, maybe a decade that we've been using the word trillion. You remember that? I mean, in the 80s, you didn't oh, use yeah. the word You didn't use the word trillion. When you were working in the government and Reagan was changing the trajectory of a of a failed uh, uh, quasi-American socialism, you didn't use the word trillion. Now listen to us. So I'm nervous because you said quadrillion, which means in five years that'll be all we're talking about. But in the meantime, if we win, it'll be thanks to people like you and organizations like the Center for Security Policy, Frank. Uh, one more time, tell them where they can go to push back against this, aside from the SEC, which is a joke of a bureaucracy, more than a, a vestibule of corruption. But where can they go to push back against things? Well, you can learn more about all of this at SovereigntyCoalition.org. We did a webinar on Thursday of last week. It takes about an hour and a half or so, but I encourage everybody who's listening to this to take it aboard at PresentDangerChina.org. It's just breathtaking, and you get everything you need to know about it, and then go to SovereigntyCoalition.org to take action. Now, they haven't released the names of the Lolita Express, and I've been doing this with virtually everybody I talk about. So we just mentioned Gary Ginsler. I say he's mentioned on it seven times, Lolita Express. You want any piece of that action, Frank Gaffney? I don't make book on that sort of thing, but it wouldn't surprise me. You just remember, when you need your action covered on all of the kind of failure and fraud and corruption and even pedophilia, the Marxist mafia, you come here, I'll cover it. Frank Gaffney, thank you so much thank for you. making time. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. It seems like... AM560, The Answer. I don't know, is this called insider information, or is this uh, front-running? I don't know when the Pelosi's do it. 
it's a lock. Users online being critical of when these numbers were disclosed as scrutiny grows over whether or not lawmakers can even bet on the stock market. Um, your reaction to this? I like I like how she says bet rather than invest uh, because the fix is in. Insider information. Blue Horseshoe loves Endicott Seal. Well, we got somebody on the line who says he's got insider info when it comes to the Lolita Express. Rich in Seattle. Hi, Rich. Hey, Sean. Big fan. Listen to your podcast every day. Don't get a chance to call in because the time change. But uh, I am from Homewood, Illinois, home of Aurelio's Pizza. You got one down there in Naples. Yes, we do. All right, I'm going to do that. I'm a Joey D's guy down here, but okay, I'll try. Yeah, check it out. Anyway, we we go to Florida every November for our anniversary. This year we went down, took a Caribbean cruise, went to St. Thomas. We're on a tour of the island, and we stop at a vantage point and look at a view. And the... uh, the tour guy goes, see that island right there? The president's brother has a house there. It's called Little. Uh, it's called James uh, St. James Island, and it's right off the shore of St. Thomas. Yeah. He goes, look to the left. That's Little James Island. That's Epstein's Island. Really? Two two together. Oh, sure. Well, you know what's funny about these Bidens? I think it's why I was so in awe. How many people didn't realize for five decades what him and his brothers and sister have been doing to this nation? And when you realize he's got another scumbag brother named Frank that's not talked about. Frank is the guy who killed the father of two in California with the rented Jaguar and and mm. lost the civil suit. Do you know about this? I, I, I can't no. remember. I used to remember his name. Uh, is it Michael Albano? People. Michael Albano was killed by a rent-a-car rented by James Biden, a Jaguar. James Biden said his friend was driving it because he was pickled, but his friend didn't know how to drive stick, and the car was stick. So, you know, another Democrat uh, uh, mafia mm. bulldog story. So Michael Albano was a, was a single father of two. His wife had died. He had two girls. Michael Albano's girls sued the Biden, James Biden, and won a case of $270,000. By the way, James Biden is the one who had the property off of Naples, Florida, in Kiwaden Island that he had the massive mortgages on from Countrywide that nobody could explain. Anyway, he gets the, they get a judgment for $270,000. Do you know this rat bastard scumbag never paid those two girls? And they actually, oh, wrote, they actually wrote to Joe Biden, who was a, a, a senator back from Delaware, thieving rat. Anyway, he was a senator. And uh, Joe Biden said, ah, there's nothing I could do. He still, to this day, has never paid those girls. I think there was like an offer and compromise, and they denied it. At least that was the last I heard from Peter Schweitzer. But it's a fascinating story. But he's been using his family as bagmen and vestibules of corruption for decades, since Hunter was still life. in high school. His whole life. So it doesn't, it doesn't buy. And by the way, they're all scum. And when this island comes out, there's going to be names on here that will shock you. And I'm wondering if the over-under oh, on reporters. What's that? Who's on it? Joe? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think he could, I don't think it's worked. I don't think it's worked John, for a few decades, which explains John. that look on Jill's face. Yeah. John, you yeah. could swim from this Jim Biden's island over to Lolita Island. You could yeah. swim. You know what that I is, mean, Rich? that close. That's some insider info that got you a T-shirt, kid. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. The rest of your calls after this. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free. 
or die on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. As you look back and reflect on 2023, what sort of, of memories, highlights stand out for you? Well, one of the big highlights stands out for me is my dad used to have an expression. He'd say, Joey, a job's about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. Only a loser takes advice from a bust-out like Joe Biden's father. Joe Biden's father was a bust-out, degenerate gambling drunk. All of a sudden, he's the philosopher of America. Get the hell out of here. So many people through the Midwest and, and in the center of the country, their, their factories are shipped overseas the last couple of times. What? Out, and, and they were losing hope and faith. So we brought a lot of jobs back to the United States. People are in a position to be able to make a living now. And a lot of those phony jobs, though. A lot of those government contract jobs. A lot of those, how you doing? Teamster mafia jobs. Those are back. But as for the actual... Jobs of quality and actual growth of our economy, those aren't there. Those have left the Democrat mafia states, not just because of the financial policies that destroy and disincentivize actual wealth, but the whole thing about the quality of life in these Democrat sewers. Good morning to the both of you. Those official numbers just coming out in the last couple of minutes here, but they pretty much mirror the preliminary numbers that were issued earlier this week. And while homicides and shootings are down compared to 2022, robberies and thefts remain high. Just 45 minutes into the new year, Chicago recorded its first homicide. The victim, one of several people shot in the greater Grand Crossing neighborhood. We're starting off in 2024 in the 7,100 block of South Wabash. Three individuals have been transferred to a surrounding hospital with multiple... Happy New Year! Multiple gunshot wounds. As police work to find suspects, the department is working to highlight its public safety progress in 2023. Preliminary numbers show 617 murders last year, down from 709 in 2022. See, when your standards are that of absolute and total failure, next thing you know, you're taking advice from Joe Biden's father. In the meantime, surely the media's in front of this, aren't they? Or are they assisting the downfall and the destruction of a once great city? I don't know. Let's ask the love child of Boris Karloff and Lon Chaney, known as Paul Lisnick. The passage of the Safety Act, Illinois becoming the first state to eliminate cash bail. It's a big deal. And of course, that was it, it went into effect on July 1st. And people remember it went under challenge, Supreme Court challenge. But basically, it stands. Uh, not really a surprise with the, the uh, control of the Supreme Court being in Democrats' hands. But yeah, you mean the Supreme Court that had Ed Burke's dimwit wife on there after she went to law school at 42? Yeah, that's how you doing. Look, to date, we haven't seen any really problems yet in terms of how it's getting employed. But I would just say this is, as we look. Nah, there's no problems. Everything is fine. And that rape and murder and carjackings and mayhem, you call the news. That's normal. Just ask Paul Lisnick, dimwit on the news. John Garfield Ridge. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call, brother. Thanks for making it. Yeah, you know what? I want to uh, wish you a very happy, healthy, and... Uh, Blessed New Year to you and your family. Oh, uh, thank your, you. Your AM 560 family, your uh, Cigar House family, everybody, all your <laughs> listeners. You know, uh, yeah. I tell hey. you, son. You know, we got we got a wild uh, 2024 ahead of us. Uh, it, it's it's going to get even uh, even crazier. They may uh, try another back into the left. They may try and uh, yeah release another uh, a virus from his vial again. But uh, 
you know, I tell you what, as crazy as it gets, it's also a great opportunity on our end, you know, just to, to dig that much further into our morals, our convictions, and our principles. You know, Sean? And I love it, John. And that's what I try to do on this show. Take possession of your life. You're not a victim. Don't be one. Because they're relying on your complacency. If you own a business and you're being abused by your government, close it. Sell it. Move it. I'll be damned before I'm turned into one of the slaves of this Marxist mafia. And that's how everybody should feel. Because they've been abusing us for decades. As you destroy our once great city. As you've destroyed a once great state. What, one, two, three dirtball Democrat counties? Look at what you've done to that state. The most productive state in the Midwest. Now, an example of why you never buy real estate, open up businesses when Democrats control. Don't worry. They'll still bribe people to do it. They'll still have their insiders and their corrupt deals. But that won't last for long. Just ask the Soviets. Jeff in Rockford. Hey, Sean. Happy New Year. You had a couple good interviews tonight there, Sean. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. I'm a little out of practice, but, you know, we're working the rust off. Yeah, but those guys always seem like they're impressed with your questioning, too, you know, and that's a good thing. We're we're listening to somebody that um, is very well-versed here day in and day out. Thank you. Well, I don't drink or watch men in tights chase balls. I got a lot of time on my hands, but go ahead. (laughs) Anyway, we had a a nice little surprise out here in Rockford on uh, New Year's Eve morning, probably about uh, between 1 and 2 o'clock in the morning. More presents from Santa? They bounced a triple seven, Boeing triple seven down on the tarmac out here from yes. jet, yeah. and I, uh, there was nine buses that came and picked up uh, picked up the passengers. Yeah, Get, well, the, you know where you know where it came from, Texas. Ah, yeah, they did. Yeah, well, Jeff, now the people of Rockford, they can learn the definition of a sanctuary city as well. Because well, they thought it was only... Well, I understand, but they thought it was only in Chicago. In fact, it's right. all of Illinois. And all of the yeah. Democrats that voted Democrat in Rockford, those are the ones who destroyed the quality of life for all of the decent people. And if you're saying there isn't any, we'd have to look at the voter rolls. But don't let them hide now, Jeff, because they're hoping you forget what they are. They want to blend into the crowd, and all of a sudden they're going to be shocked. <gasps> I had no idea voting for a Democrat would lead to this. Well, then you're a moron, because everybody knows what a Democrat is. You're just somebody sitting around waiting for something for nothing. Aren't you, Cream Puff Jim? <laughs> yes, I, Happy New Year, son. Happy. I guess they got, they got Lewis and Clark up in uh, the Chief State to draw new maps for uh, the Democratic Party. I, I, and I think the clock is running on it, but... Uh, if they think it's the Supreme Court, they uh, they held up uh, the Alabama case where they gave two districts uh, to the Democrats. Oh yeah. So I don't know. It's, well, you guys got another. You got another so, election but, to steal. You got to get those yeah, areas no, right no, under they, your thumb. But, yeah. but uh, we got Michigan and Wisconsin. It looks like soda. Yeah. So you're going to need you're going to need a, a royal pledge instead of a straight pledge. So let me ask you a question. Ahead. Do you think Saddam Hussein got a larger percentage of the vote in Iraq than these Democrat sewers will give to Biden, the dimwit in diapers, as he just we, falls apart well, we, inside? We, but we got the Dominion, and we still got the, the other. Yeah. Uh, the other uh, you know. Can you do another four years of Jill Biden's sexually frustrated face and those stupid outfits? Can you do uh, another four years of that? That poor thing thinks orgasm is a planet next to Pluto. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred.
Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. How many new laws in Illinois? How many people went over them? Doesn't matter. That's all they know how to do. Create more laws because the goal is to take your money, take your property, turn you into a slave in this country. It's called Cloward and Piven, for lack of a better phrase. But it's Marxism. It's communism. It's virtually every other totalitarian collectivism that has destroyed the quality of life anywhere it's touched. Now we see it in the big cities and you have a prime example of it. Now, can we push it back? I believe we can. I think Donald Trump can do it, even though I have a big argument with his last year. A big, huge argument with his last year. But I think he's going to address it. Not only that, I think he's going to pick a vice president that's going to shock people. I'll tell you a brief personal story. Two weeks after Trump was elected in 2016, I was invited to go and speak to him about foreign policy, about how to defeat radical Islam and terrorist groups like ISIS and Al Qaeda. And just for meeting with Trump, almost all Democrats in Congress and those on TV resoundingly criticized me for humanizing Trump. How dare you? And they were so angry about this because it directly undermined what they were trying to do in dehumanizing Trump and everyone who voted for him, the so-called deplorables, because they couldn't defeat him on substance. That's Tulsi Gabbard, and that's who I think he'll pick for the vice president. He certainly isn't going to pick the dimwit moron who doesn't know what started the Civil War. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? <laughs> Could you imagine? Can you imagine an adult in this country? What do you think it was? Oh, I don't know, Nikki. What do you think it is? I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. And what the rights of the people are. And we, I will always stand by the fact that I think government was intended to secure the rights and freedoms of the people. It was never meant to be all things to all people. Oh, boy. Sophomoric stupidity by a career politician who's never achieved anything in their private life. See, what scares them are people like me and you who understand what the scam is. Call it out. And understand what government's role is it's to protect our freedoms not infringe on them for the rights of somebody else you see that's what'll change things and that's what they're afraid of is an outsider so i don't care who your choice is but make sure you understand what the game is and if you support nikki haley or another establishment moron then expect the tyranny you're comfortable with that's what they're banking on they've been sabotaging our principles for a hundred years this is the time we take it back. And we'll be back in 21 hours. I want to thank you for listening. Wish you all happy, healthy, prosperous New Year. I can't wait for tomorrow. Talk to you then.